It is not about knocking boots. It's all the things that happen before you touch each other. And if you're going, what are you talking about, Ams, the things that happen before you touch each other? Then you need to read this fucking book. That's right. You've got a lot of homework to do. Welcome to Two Hot Wives, a podcast where two friends in open marriages explore the exciting world of unconventional sex. Hey, hotties. I'm Kat. And I'm Ams, and we're the Two Hot Wives. Today, we are recording from the beautiful Desire Riviera Maya Resort. So, so beautiful. Gorgeous. We're looking out at the ocean. The sun is shining. We are not naked with a (laughs) cocktail by the pool. That's so wrong. It's so wrong, but it's because we love you all so much (laughs) that we are taking time out of our vacation to record to record I can't it. all about <laughs> seduction, seduction and foreplay and foreplay yeah so we had so much sexy homework to complete for this episode and we got to do it right here at desire we did with a whole group of sexy people we did that was fun yeah i mean i've been working on this book for a while so a lot mm-hmm. of my sexy homework was was with mr amps but we actually had a, a fun little event right yeah, here at yeah. Desire where we did erogenous zone mapping. Kind of like a little workshop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was great. I it, learned so much too. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh. So much to tell you guys. Uh, but before we get into it, what are we drinking tonight, Kat? Since we're at Desire, we're drinking one of their delicious cocktails. I think this is a breakfast cocktail. Absolutely. Yes. Many breakfast <laughs> cocktails at Desire. It is a peach Bellini, a frozen peach Bellini. Yeah, Delicious. It's peaches and sh- peach schnapps blended together, served over champagne. It's delicious. Yes. I'm going to make a version of this and put it on the website. You must do that. And if you ask the bartender, Alejandro, very nicely, mm-hmm. he'll put it, a cherry in it because they know... Most of your <laughs> most of your cocktails that want you want a cherry in them. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's excellent. Highly mm. recommend it. The drinks here have been amazing. Too amazing. Too amazing. Too many. <laughs> Too many. Too many. Pro tip. Too amazing. Alternate cocktails right. with water or club soda every day. All right. With our cocktails, we need a hot tail. <gasps> Kat, you're on deck. What is your hot tail for tonight? Well, my hot tail actually occurred before we came to Desire, although I've had plenty of hot tails here from Desire for other episodes, but this one uh, involved a unicorn. Welcome to the club, girl. (laughs) Well, uh, Mr. Cat was very excited about this particular fun evening that I planned for him. Okay. So how did the original idea of inviting a unicorn, this particular Mm -hmm. unicorn, come up? You know, we're just exploring lots of new things. And 
we have some episodes coming up about hot wife and yeah. things like that. And, and I thought, you know, that's going to be happening soon enough. But while we're still sort of not in that mode yet, I would try something that I thought he would enjoy. I just, he's a, he's a caretaker. Yes, he is. He is. And so I just wanted to do something that made him feel cared for, that made him feel taken care of and loved. And, yeah. and I knew that that was something that would turn him on, like really turn him on. You know, when I take especially good care of him, mm-hmm. he's so good to me yeah. <laughs> all week long in other ways, you know? So it's just, I, it, I just like to make him happy. I think that's right. Sort of. Marriage 101, right? The, the, what you put into it is comes back to you. Just that, like marriage karma, right? Right. You put in that positive, loving, generous energy and you get it back. So, <laughs> um, back to the unicorn. Back to the unicorn. This was someone that we had met before, but, um, had not played with. And then I, just started talking to her and talking to him and, and she was interested. So we started texting and we were doing sort of a three-way text, all three of us sure. so that it would become familiar. And then, um, we, I started texting with her on the side separately. Okay. Yeah. So that we could plan something unique and fun for him. Uh, we got together for dinner. Mm-hmm. She showed up, she looked beautiful. And, uh, Mr. Cat was like beside himself just with excitement maybe a little nervous. Um, but dinner was great. Uh, and then we went up to the room mm-hmm. and I had brought the red light bulb Nice. and I brought the music. Mm-hmm. So, um, we set all that up and we just started kissing by the bed and slowly taking our clothes off. And he loved the idea that we had these almost matching outfits. It was accidental, but it looked really cool. And, and we, uh, we sat him down in this chair and the chair had these really strong arms on them. Mm-hmm. And so she went down on him mm-hmm. and I stood up on the arms of this chair and squatted down <laughs> to put my pussy in his face Oh, on the chair. It was a little crazy. That's a lot of thigh work. Yeah. Did you have something to hold on to? No. <laughs> you were just balancing up there? I guess I had my hand on the, Maybe the, the frame back of, of the, the window. Oh, on the, the window. Okay. And the window was like open and you could see the, the, the city out there. It's really beautiful. That sounds, that sounds very pretty. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I guess I had my hand on sort of the frame of the window. Okay. <laughs> to balance. <Yeah. laughs> I didn't stay in that position very long. <laughs> it just seemed cool at the time. And we had the bonobos. Oh, the bonobo radio. The going. bonobo radio. Yeah, bonobo. Yeah, bonobo is a like an uh, electronic dance music artist, and his songs are really just sexy, sensual. Sexy. Yeah, yeah. It's more like trance. Yeah. It's not like wah wah wah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's really yeah. sexy. He's Black Sands by Bonobo is like mm. one of my favorite songs to fuck to. Nope, anyway, proceed. Awesome. Okay, so I got down from the chair, and um, he's all. We tied him up to the chair, and we just started teasing him, touching him, caressing his chest, touching his cock, lots of lube. We started getting out the lube Mm -hmm. and and kind of just playing with him. And just, I think the anticipation of like, what were we going to do next? Was you could just see it 
uh, on his face with this big smile. And, uh, and then we, we let him go because he wanted his, he wanted to be sort of freed. And we, we untied him from the chair mm-hmm. and we took him over to the bed and we laid him down and we were just, at one point we were sort of dancing for him and he's just propped up on his shoulders watching us, Aww. which was really cool. Cause she's, she's really sexy. Yes. And yes, she is. The two of us dancing together just, it flowed really nice. You know, I was touching her and looking at him and she's touching me a little bit and we kissed a little bit, but we're mostly dancing over to him and then we're just sort of all over his body, just engulfing him Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. like our, our arms and our legs and just all over him. Just overwhelming him. Yeah. Yeah. He loved it. There was a point where I was going down on him and she climbed up to have her pussy in his face. Okay. He loves that. Yeah. He was getting harder and harder and harder. And then he sort of- She's just standing in front of him, like crotch height? No, she's laying on the bed. Oh, I see. He's laying on the bed and she's kneeling up at his head. Got it. Okay. He was coming very close to to orgasm. I know he didn't want to come right Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I slowed down and I stopped and we changed positions. And then he was- fucking her and I was up at his face and I was kissing him and talking dirty to him yeah. and he was getting closer and closer and then we switched and he was fucking me and then he came and it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. That sounds super fun for him. <laughs> <laughs> but like, did, did you enjoy it? Was it an experience? Oh, yeah. But was it, was it about you just like spoiling him like it's not it's your unbirthday or something like that <laughs> or did you find that it was a like a physically pleasurable experience for you as well oh it was definitely pleasurable for me as well i think you know as i tell the story i am telling the story as you know what we did for him because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. part of why i really did it but there were times in the play where you know he had gone down on me and i came and i think when she was up you know, riding his face, mm-hmm. she came. I mean, there was lots of orgasms to be had by everyone. Yeah. But, um, you know, as I'm telling the story, I'm thinking mostly of his pleasure and how we just took care of him. That yeah. Was, and he really, I mean, he loved it. Like, and, and not just from a sense of he got physical pleasure out of it, but the fact that I did that for him right. made him feel really loved and really cared for. And that was... I think that was my biggest takeaway from it is that he is usually the one who gives. I like to flip that and make sure that I'm doing that for him as well. And he's getting taken care of. Yeah. I, I, so first off, Mr. Cat is an incredibly <laughs> generous lover. Yes. I've had a few <sighs> at this point and he really is extremely giving in bed. So I, I can see where flipping that dynamic and doing something like this is all for you and that the pleasure that you derive from it is not so much physical it's watching how taken care of he feels right. and have that yeah. feelings of compersion and and i definitely when when we had uh, a threesome with the unicorn that's where my head was at it was like i'm i'm doing this for mr ams and he's gonna love this and i want to give this to him it's like a christmas present mm-hmm. i'm gonna give this to you i was surprised at how much fun i had in the experience because right. it, it's not my fantasy right um but uh well yeah. and sometimes giving the gift is 
as pleasurable as getting a gift, right? It can be. Yeah. 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 You know, there are probably a lot of men out there that, oh, no, I'm the giver. You know, I don't, I, I don't like the focus to be on me. Yeah. But then you, you deprive your partner of the feeling of giving someone else that intense pleasure. Yeah. Yes. That is such a good segue into (laughs) seduction and foreplay. Part two of seduction and foreplay. So when we come back, we will talk more about how to be seduced as well as how to, how to seduce. Okay, so seduction and foreplay, the parts of sex that tend to get overlooked. Absolutely. Especially if you're with your partner for a long time, right? You're like, I don't need to seduce them. They're a sure thing. That's right. He belongs to me. He's going to be there for me. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought, what a great activity to take up a book that in a lot of ways is a bit of a how-to self-help book on sex, read it, use some of the exercises and some of the tips and techniques as our sexy homework Mm -hmm. and tell you how that goes. And I I think, first of all, the book. The book um, is very easy to read. Yeah, it has a lot of real uh, tips and techniques and really spelled out exercises and it's actually a sexy read too i found it yeah 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 i found it it kind of turned me on a little to i mean a lot to read it <laughs> turned you on yeah i mean when you go into the detail of some of the techniques and you start to visualize that in your head i'm yeah. like where's mr cat <laughs> yeah 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 come read this book with me yeah I could see, I could see yeah. that it's filled with a ton of great exercises that you can do with your partner i would probably approach it more like a buffet. Instead of reading it front to back, I would look at the chapters and choose a chapter that's interesting to you and start there because you do not need you don't need to read it front to back to get a lot out of it and it can there's so much information it can be overwhelming that it's it's not all going to sink in so i'd kind of choose a chapter i'd read the chapter if there are exercises that you think you and your partner might enjoy doing together like workbook type exercises right. questions right. and the, and then later on there are techniques that you can try on each other but uh, essentially the book is split up into two parts mm-hmm. seduction and foreplay a little bit self-explanatory in the title. Uh, but, you know, if, if those are terms that are kind of, I don't know, elusive to you, like they're so common, you might take them for granted. But I think viewing seduction as sort of the neck up part of right. sex, right. right? The stuff that's going on in your- Well, the stuff that's going on in your brain, the stuff that you're saying with your words, it's not necessarily about touching. It's about all the things that happen before you touch each other. And if you're going, what are you talking about, Kat? What are you talking about, Ams? The things that happen before you touch each other. Then you need to read this fucking book. That's right. <laughs> You've got a lot of homework to do. Okay. So there's the seduction part and then there's the foreplay part and they go into really specific. First of all, they go into anatomy, which is kind of helpful. I had not really taken that much time Mm -hmm. to know the anatomy of, of 
the penis, right? Right. Male genitalia, you know the obvious part, right? Right. But there's a lot of stuff that's happening that that is not so obvious. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a little brush up course in in anatomy is good. And, uh, And then it goes into techniques. Okay. So the first part of the book, seduction, all the stuff that happens before you touch. And we went into this quite a lot in the first episode. Uh, But to just remind everybody, that section of the book, it talked about how to identify your fantasies, your desires, how to communicate that with your partner, ways to verbally seduce Mm -hmm. and dirty talk. Upping your dirty talk. Yes. How to seduce with confidence. And um, and also eroticizing daily activities. Mm-hmm. So, was there any homework in that part of the book that you explored at all? Yeah, I would say we uh, we started talking more about fantasies, different scenarios, different things that he likes, different things that I like. We used to read a lot of erotica. Yeah. I think of that as um, you know starting the thought of fantasies. What are your fantasies and I think that it can be difficult to uh, talk about something that you don't necessarily want to do. You just find it exciting and erotic. And, and, um, so trying to get comfortable with talking about fantasies, no matter how out there they might sound, that was interesting to me. And we did, we did some of that back and forth, Mr. Cat and I. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we, we interviewed Marla and Jess, one of their big takeaways was don't have, sex conversations in bed. Right. Certainly don't have them while you're having sex. Right. right. Wait until you're in sort of a safe, non-sexually charged space to have those conversations. So I, I think, um, you know, when you jump into um, opening up your marriage and, and the, potentially dating other couples, you start having those conversations really fast because you can't make assumptions. Right. And talking about those kinds of fantasies where you're involving other people and right. scenarios that you've never tried before that you are not sure your partner's going to be comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. That can be kind of difficult because you don't want to say something that's going to upset them or, but I mean, once you get to talking about it and you, you decide that everything is okay to talk about. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that's off limits to talk about. Doesn't mean we're going to do all these things. Doesn't mean I want to do them. But talking about them can, I mean, it it gets you excited. It gets you, it's just that communication that makes you closer. Yeah. Yes. It can get you excited. It also lets your partner know what you like and you don't like. So some, maybe you're not excited during the conversation, but it's, it's something that your partner can use in the the future uh, to play up fantasies in bed. So I I think that's a really important part of the book. Maybe not one that we focused in so much on for our sexy homework, because we have to do it so much, just having an open marriage so much more than, than someone who's primary partner. But another thing I really liked about the book is it's very inclusive to whatever your sexual situation is. If you're gay, if you're straight, if you're uh, somewhere in the middle of that spectrum, mm-hmm. if you're partnered, if you're single, if you're consensually non-monogamous, um, they're, they're um, you know, talked to a very wide audience when it, when it comes to um, people's sexual situations. So I thought that was good. Um, and I really liked the dirty. I really liked reframing what dirty talk meant. I mm-hmm. found that to be a very liberating 
chapter and useful chapter for me in the first part of the book. And I've been playing around with it like all week with more than <laughs> more than Mr. Rams. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know all about that. Yeah, but not just, you know, it, the the book talks about your seduction style, which is really important for people to seduce authentically. Mm-hmm. You know, you That's you a really good point. Yeah. Cuz you can't just read something and then do that. No. You no. can read it, it can give you ideas, but you have to be yourself. Yes. So in the seduction part of this book, what were the things that you really wanted to focus on for yourself? Because you're always kidding around that you're not, you're not good at flirting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I see you do it and I'm like, she's good at flirting. She just doesn't realize that's what she's doing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So the, 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 the dirty talk and seduction style, right? I look at how you flirt and think, I can't do that. I'm not good at being not overtly sexual, but being really sort of sexually flirtatious with someone, it's mm-hmm. it doesn't feel authentic to me. But I like being funny and I like kind of palling around with potential partners. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it ends up feeling too platonic, but then I grab by the dick and we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but just a level set, you know? You know that Ams is trying to seduce you if she grabs you by the dick. That's right. I'm subtle that way. <laughs> But no, like, like being okay with the fact that the way I dirty talk or the way I seduce my seduction style is not overt. It's not, you know, we're walking around desire and there are beautiful women here, tits out the whole time, you know, key, mm-hmm. like in dresses where there are big cutouts for their breasts and they're super happy and confident and that, make, you know, makes them happy. I'm more clothed than a lot of people who are here, but I feel sexy. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and and if you feel confident, if it doesn't matter, you can wear a paper bag. And if you're like, I fucking rock this paper bag, <laughs> it's going to come across to the people that, that you want to be with. We should make paper bag dresses. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme night in that somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, it, you know, especially being at Desire, yeah. I see a lot of women who... Maybe you can tell when they're comfortable in their skin mm-hmm. and you can tell if they picked out a costume because they're like, this is what makes me feel sexy versus somebody who, you know, is like, oh, I guess I got to go to Yandy and pick the sluttiest thing that I can find and wear that because that's what's expected of me. If you like that, awesome. You can wear anything at Desire. But if it doesn't make you feel comfortable, if it doesn't make you feel sexy. You're not going to feel like. You know, you can flirt and, and, and seduce or have that kind of fun. Yeah. If you're not comfortable in what you're wearing in in your own skin. Yeah. So think about your seduction style, your confidence, the way you want to dirty talk. So, you know, I went in going with the assumption that dirty talk meant porn talk. Like, oh my God. Like not even just all the, I want all the, you to do all the things to me, but like really raunchy Mm-hmm. And that's not, I'm, that is not me. Like I like, I, I like to be directive. Like I, I find, I find it to be useful to be directive in bed. And that turns me on. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, then I just got exactly what I asked for. And that's awesome. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, taking away some of the filter of there are things going on in my head 
And if I just say it to my partner, they're going to get turned on by that mm. too. Like I was, I was with a new friend here at Desire and we're kissing and um, he tasted good. And I was like, you taste so good. It was, I just. That's dirty talk. I, it, absolutely. It's dirty talk, but it's not raunchy porno, like stick your dick to the oh. back of my throat. Kind of it's, it was like, this is what I'm thinking in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I want to give that that energy, right? That that compliment, I guess, to my my partner instead of holding it in and being afraid that it's going to sound stupid, I just kind of dropped the filter and said the things that, that, that were in your head that, that were in my head that were complimentary. And that really came from reading the dirty talk chapter and thinking about how can I communicate with my partner in a way that feels authentic to me. So I liked that a lot. That's cool. I think that's great because I think when we started this whole thing, you know, it was sort of like, I'm not good at that seducing part, but it's, it redefined what that means, mm -hmm. like what seduction means, what flirting means. It, you define it for yourself. Exactly. It means something different for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. And that were, really worked. I loved that part of the book. The, um, the eroticizing daily activities did not work so well for us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, it's, I, but that's okay because not everything in the book is what you need to do. Exactly. I do that because it works for me. Yeah. And it works for my marriage. But it's also something that he's gotten used to. Like, you know, like, I don't know that it wasn't wonky in the beginning. Right. But yeah. now it's kind of a part of our regular thing. But that doesn't mean that that's going to work for you and your marriage. Exactly. Yeah. So again, like a buffet, you kind of take what works for you. You can leave um, on your plate anything that doesn't. So um, yeah, I, I tried a couple of times to to be sort of more uh, flirty and seductive during the day and touching Mr. Ams's chest when we're lying in bed. And at one point he's like, wait, are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> like he was fucking clueless. <laughs> And I think, you know, just for both of us, we, um, we tend to flip on and off for sex mm -hmm. with each other and mm -hmm. that's okay. When he's in work mode, he's in work mode. He doesn't want to be touched. Context is important, right? For, right. for men and for women. And if he's sending a work email, he doesn't want me sucking his dick. It, he can't do both. And, and that's okay. I understand that. Yeah. For, yeah. for some people, that is a huge turn on for him. He can only focus on one thing. And if he's trying to get a work email out, he doesn't want to be distracted. So, you know, know your partner. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bother eroticizing daily activities. It well, will I'm not exactly trying to give Mr. Cat a blowjob while he's sending emails, but sure. Yeah, but I think it's it's trial and error. Yeah, you guys found something that really works for you, and the the little text back and forth during the day, and right. the, the the flashy thing. I think that really works for you. We haven't found something that eroticizes our daily activities that works for the two of us, but that's okay. If it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. So that's cool. Hopefully, it works for some of you guys. All right, so on to the foreplay, foreplay part. part. Yeah, because we've been seducing for a while here. <laughs> All right, on to foreplay. So that section of the book is focused on sex act techniques at first. So it talks about the full body orgasm mm. activity. It talks about erogenous zones. There are um, sections that are focused on um, penis 
owners and mm-hmm. vulva owners. There's a, a pucker section. There's a section on kissing. Um, and uh, you can literally follow step-by-step instructions for um, for different play activities that you can do with your partner. And then the final part is going into seduction for busy people and how to be seduced. And don't let me forget about that, but let's talk about <laughs> foreplay first. So was there some sexy homework that you did with Mr. Cat on foreplay? Oh, yeah. Well, I was excited about the full body orgasm. Yes. I thought that sounded interesting because so often we rush through those parts that we don't feel like are our obvious erogenous areas. And we're just, we're just going right for the, the clit or right for the penis, right for the, the cock, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's, there's so much to the buildup. Yeah. And the full body orgasm was all about touching your partner from head to toe. All the little, all the little areas with a light touch of your hand, with your breath, with your tongue, with the back of your hand, slightly using your nails, just that creating a different sensation everywhere and focusing on bringing that out before you even go for, you know, the genital areas and the, the obvious erogenous zones. And I know that's part of the mapping that we did, but as part of the full body orgasm, the idea is to sensitize the whole body because we have nerve endings everywhere. 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 We have nerve endings everywhere. So that light touch and just sensitizing everything, just bringing that level of excitement up all over your body creates a pretty fucking cool sensation. Yeah. Yeah. for, For sure. Yeah. And then when you finally get to the genitals and the erogenous, what we consider to be, you know, the obvious areas, you are so wet and swollen and excited and ready to go that it it makes your whole body tingle. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my, that was what I was intrigued by. That, that, the the full body orgasm. So did you do the full body orgasm exercise with Mr. Cat? Yes, we did. But I think it's important to note here that it's all about practice. Yes. <laughs> so, Uh-oh. you know, it can be, well, it can be a little wonky at first or a little like, you know, I'm not sure what we're doing here, but we're going to try this. And, you know, and then um, when they go over a part that tickles, you kind of laugh and you yeah. it breaks the moment for a little bit. But um, I think with, uh, with more practice, we're going to get better and better at it. But we did do sort of the touching head to toe, taking our time. It's, you know, finding those areas that we each found sexy and, and, uh, erotic erotic and, and, and just that feeling like that feels so good. Who knew that that would feel so good, but to take the the fingertip, just the really gentle fingertip touch. Okay. So did you do the full body orgasm exercise on Mr. Cat or did he do it on you or he did it on me? He did on you. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to be practicing some more where I'm going to do it on him too. But for this exercise, we sort of read through the, the book together and then he did that on, he did it on on you. Oh, I bet you loved that. I loved it. Is he like the touch? Yeah. Yeah. He's really good at all of that, the yeah. touch, you know? And then, uh, I mean, you do that for a long time because it takes a long time to, to go, go head all to toe. over the body, head to toe. And then by the time you're having sex, I mean, we're, I'm so excited. I can't wait for him to touch me. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. So 
Yeah. And, you, you know, it did sensitize all of my body, my skin everywhere. I felt that sort of tingly feeling tingle. all over. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, all full body orgasm. I don't know. You know, it's sort of like you have to feel something a couple times to know that that's what that all is. I mean, when I have an orgasm, my whole body just sort of convulses a little right, bit. And right. I, you know, so I would say this was heightened for sure. Yeah. Like I felt tingly all over, but that's not an unusual feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was a little bit of a misnomer, to mm -hmm. be honest. It's sort of a erotic massage more than anything else or erotic touch you know you start right. with your partner laying on their stomach and you start from from sort of the back the of their neck and yeah. scalp and work your way down with different types of touches and then you flip them over and you start head to toe all over again mm -hmm. so it, it was really more erotic touch then there, there is no guarantee of full body orgasm at the end of the exercise and they say that right they say right. it's you know if this works for you great. If not, like you can always try again, but the point is to enjoy the, the process, ex the experience for exactly what right. it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think if you go in thinking it's going to make every part of my body convulse and go crazy, that's I, not, I don't think that that's wasn't what it's going to do, but it can help really attune your whole body and make your orgasm more when you get intense, intense. Sure. I think you are a rare person if just the touching of the full body orgasm technique is going to get you off no that yes, it's more you're right prepping you for uh more intense sex play and then having a better orgasm uh, basically i think it's slowing down the foreplay process mm -hmm. and making sure every part of your body gets attention which is an excellent activity it was awesome i mean it was fun yeah you know but did my whole body have the uh, no. Had this incredible. No. no. I mean, I, it didn't feel all that different from how I normally feel. Yes, I'm feeling tingly all over, but that's kind of a normal feeling anyway. Response. My toes are twitching and, you know, yeah. my hands are <laughs> in a ball. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, so, but, but was it fun? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I, I would agree. You know, I read the full body orgasm section. We did not mm -hmm. do it together, Mr. Ams and I. Because I, he's not patient with that kind of stuff. I don't think he would have enjoyed it. Yeah. I would have enjoyed the touching, but it wasn't going to be something that I thought my partner would enjoy. And I think, you know, know your partner, know what they Smart. like. Yeah. yeah. And I knew that this would be a good thing for us. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So another chapter of the book talks about erogenous zones, especially erogenous zones that are a little bit different than your typical genitalia, what's covered by your bathing suit, that kind of area. <laughs> so for this sexy exercise, we decided to recruit some participants from here at Desire. We did. Which was a lot of fun. And we took couples. Yes. A lot of couples came up. And so we went on to the top deck where the jacuzzi is. Yeah. So to take it a, a step back, what we were telling the couples was we're doing an erogenous zone mapping exercise. Everybody, especially at a place like Desire, there's a lot of focus on fucking, right? <laughs> getting to getting to the finish line the main together. Event. Yes. And people don't necessarily take the time. I was surprised for people who like to have sex all the time. I was really surprised in the conversations that I had at how little 
attention was spent on parts of the body that are not their genitals. And there, so, so the exercise was to explore parts of your body with your partner and potentially other partners, um, that, that were not obvious erogenous zones and a chance for, um, someone to explore what might turn them on. Um, so we had, um, it was mostly the ladies. Mm -hmm. We had them lie on the bed and we had their partner, um, sit next to them on the bed. We asked them, do you want to have more than one hand touching your body, more than one person touching your body? Most did. They wanted multiple people touching their body, and there were plenty of, of willing <laughs> willing recruits yes. around the beds to, to add an extra hand. Um, we asked them each time, are there areas of your body that do not- That, that you, you don't do, want us to that touch. That you don't want us to touch. And we asked before touching each time, is it okay if I touch you? Just at the beginning, right? Is mm -hmm. it okay if I touch you? And and the point was, you are not allowed to touch the obvious erogenous zones. Right. And we also said, you have to communicate, right? If there's a place in your body you want touched, you have to use your motherfucking words and tell the people that you're with you know, touch my collarbone, touch in between my breasts, whatever it was to kind of explore a little bit these areas that um, maybe get overlooked. Mm -hmm. I sat with one couple in particular where the wife was touching the husband and we, and then I asked him if I could touch him too. Right. And so we started testing out all the different areas and I was showing her, you know, how to use the back of your hand and light touch and then maybe using your nails a little bit on all the different zones. The and, erogenous zones. Yeah. And, and one gentleman in particular didn't like his neck being touched. Yeah. Which was interesting because you can find those areas that your partner likes mm -hmm. and, and the parts that they don't like. And that's what the mapping is all about. It was successful. It was super successful. Yeah. The ladies seemed really excited to just have that time mm -hmm. to be touched in that way. We did have one male participant as well and we he did. seemed to be really excited. <laughs> well, and and before he before he took a turn, I, I I think this couple was really very interested in in doing this together. So she mm -hmm. we started with her on the bed and him touching her in different places and it was just interesting they didn't know there, that some of these areas were um, sensitive for them. Yeah. It was, it was really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so one big takeaway, the, the, the book talks about how feet tend to be at sort of a no-go, non-erogenous zone for most people. And we found that they all liked it. Oh my God, 10 out they, of 10. Yeah, they loved it. They really, yeah. people liked, not everywhere, right? Some people liked the tops of their feet mm -hmm. touched. Some people liked their toes kind of being um, played around with a little bit. Most people didn't like the, bottom, the bottoms of their feet too touched too much, but around the ankle, mm -hmm. around the calves, like feet were not just a, not a no-go, double they negative. Were they were a go, go, go. go, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were a big erogenous zone for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. And you could tell, you could tell some of the ladies were extremely turned on by the experience. And then there were some cheaters who <laughs> <laughs> couldn't stop touching That's the right. erogenous zones. And I was like slapping their hands That's down. That's like, not the exercise. That's not the exercise. Go take, go take that to your room. <laughs> and then they all disappeared. Yeah, pretty much. They're like, see ya. See you in three and a half minutes. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> let's right. hope let's hope it was longer than three and a half minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> once they, you get to that point though. That's right. It doesn't take that long. That's right. It doesn't take that long. Yeah. So so that was a really fun exercise, a great way to involve some of our new friends here at Desire. I, I think everybody who participated had a really good time. They did. They did. And I think they all had some really great takeaways. They learned a lot more about their partner, mm-hmm. a lot more about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. They were really very sweet too. I mean, you know, thanking us for the, for the opportunity to do that. And, and we were so grateful that they took time out of their partying at the pool. Yes, that's right. That's come right. Hang out with us. Competing with a naked pool party it's is difficult. It's tough. So thanks again to all of our Come upstairs with us. We're going to touch you all over. Right. I mean, that's how you compete with a pool party. <laughs> that's right. We, we found plenty of willing participants. So mm-hmm. it, it was good. good. Good times were had. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we will talk about just the tips. Just the tips. And we're back. So, Ams, just the tips. Just the tips. I have one. <laughs> good, good. Tip number one. Tip number one, research and practice. Yeah. Yeah. Being good at sex requires some practice. Right, right. And don't worry if it doesn't work the first time or the different things that you're doing are not, you know, arousing your partner or what they're doing isn't isn't taking care of you in the way that you want. That's why you practice and you just communicate what you like and what you don't like and move on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like any skill you get better if you put some time Time and effort to research, Mm -hmm. to practice trial and error. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you, you had (laughs) it can be quite humorous. (laughs) Yeah. You had a, a, before we started recording, you had a great analogy for, you know, Oh, just thinking about any hobby or anything that you want to be good at, it takes research and practice. Like if you wanted to be, if you wanted to start to paint, you wouldn't just buy a bunch of paints and some brushes and and go for it. You'd learn about the different brush strokes, about how that makes the paint look on the canvas. You'd learn about different canvases and how one might be better than another or, but you're going to practice and you're going to, you're going to research and you're going to work on it and you're going to take the time. Yeah. You put the time in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that analogy because it, it, people kind of assume they're going to be great at sex. Intuitively. Right. Without any thought to it. And it's like if you put a brush in someone's hand and give them some paint, the results are horrible. They're not so good. <laughs> they're not so good. And uh, I, I remember um, going to the the Picasso Museum in, in Barcelona. And you I, you think about Picasso, right? Mm-hmm. It looks like a four-year-old could draw it. But the man is classically trained. And his art, like his early art is very beautiful, very classical, everything. It doesn't look like a woman with the boob in the middle of her face. <laughs> right. But he learned those fundamentals before he got really fucking kinky. And that, to me, like that's the perfect analogy as to why you should have a book on 
fundamentals of sex and sex techniques, because if you understand how your partner's body is wired, if you understand what turns them on in their head, then you can get really crazy with what you do, but you need to have the basics, the basics. down before you, you really start running, sprinting. Okay. Tip number two, sex begins in the brain. It's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so often we think of sex as just being the act of sex, but the journey to get there is super important for me thinking about it and being excited about it in my head before I actually do, do it makes the whole experience so much more incredible, so much more fun, interesting, fulfilling. sexy, fulfilling, all of those things. Yeah. 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 If your brain is not a big part of sex. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to say anybody's doing sex wrong, but you're kind of doing, you're doing it, wrong. it wrong. Yeah. Okay. And tip number three, mm. be in control of your own pleasure. What does that mean, Ams? <laughs> I know what it means. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know what it means for me. What, is, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Well, so I got to say, one of the things about this book that I struggled with a little bit was it's focused on seducing your partner mm -hmm. and the reason I do this podcast, the reason I'm sort of on this sexual journey is to figure out what turns me on, what what brings me pleasure. Right. And I felt like I started playing around with this book, seducing Mr. Ams and giving him the things that I would want to be seduced with and then expecting him to reciprocate. And sometimes I would get really frustrated. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, touching him with these soft, tickly touches. And he'd be like, wait, are you trying to seduce me? You know, or I, you know, I would give to him what I wanted what to want. receive. Mm -hmm. And, and it didn't work. Shocker. Those things don't turn him on. And he's not going to know that me doing them to him is what you is want what I want. Do. I have to say, I would love it if you spent the next 10 minutes just stroking my back. That would really fucking turn me on. And also think about how do I find pleasure just in the in act giving. of giving him pleasure? Yeah. So there were some, there was like one touch technique in the book called hot damn. <laughs> And you have to say it like that. Hot damn. Hot damn. And it, it was essentially, a lot of the penis touch techniques involve mouth and hands mm -hmm. and lube. That was another big, <laughs> just lube, a tip lube, number four. Lube. Find lube that tastes good because I have <laughs> not figured that out yet. Um, but, you know, you, you kind of put your hands, lubed up hands in prayer position, put it in front of your mouth and use your hands and your mouth to go up and down the the shaft. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm, I'm playing with this touch technique and a couple of other ones. And in my head, I'm, I'm thinking about what is it about this experience that I'm getting pleasure out of? This mm -hmm. is not me like putting money into the marital ATM and then being able to pull it back out. It's, you know, I'm, I'm looking at his face and seeing how much this is turning him on. I'm, I'm breathing in this, the scent of this lube happened to smell good. So like I'm, I'm breathing in the scent of the, mm -hmm. of the lube and of his body. And I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, how things feel in my hands and in my mouth and, 
And if that wasn't working for me, I grab a toy and put it on my clit while I'm doing it. Because if you're not getting any pleasure mm-hmm. out of the experience of seduction, you're not going to do it for very long. Right. So you need to figure out ways, even if the 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 exercise, the act is to bring pleasure or seduction to your partner, how are you getting pleasure out of it as well? Because otherwise, it's just not that much fun if, <laughs> right. you, if you're not having any fun. Right. So that, no, I understand that completely. I get a lot of pleasure out of being able to give Mr. Cat pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like almost like a, fuck yeah, I did that. Uh-huh. You know, like a little bit of like a, like strutting my stuff, kind of like feeling that that is a little bit of a, a pleasurable yeah. feeling for me, knowing that like I have the power. I have yeah. the power to do that. Yes. yes that yes, feels yes. like, woo-hoo, like I want to high five him afterwards. Like, yeah, I did that. Uh-huh. That gives me pleasure. Just that knowing that excitement in my head, knowing that I have that power. Yeah. That yeah, I can yeah. do that. So it's a little bit of a power play for you. A, a I little get that. bit. Like a like a accomplishment, excitement over having just blown his fucking mind. Yeah. I love that. Yes. I playing into that is awesome. It's whatever wherever you can get pleasure mm-hmm. out of it. For, it's going to be different And I'm getting pleasure in the moment sure. on that, you know, while I'm doing it. Yeah. Mental so, pleasure. You know, not it's not it's not physically making my body twitch with, you know, orgasm. Right. Right. But my mental pleasure. Well, and it's it is not all about orgasm, right? right? It, it's right. yes, getting pleasure in having the control, getting pleasure in job well done, getting Woo-hoo. getting pleasure like in your partner feeling so loving to you after whatever it is, make sure it's a win win. Yeah. It needs to go both ways that you're figuring out the reason that you're doing this is not just because you're expecting reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Find the pleasure in the experience of seduction all in itself. And that was kind of, a, it's, that's a little bit in between the lines of the book, but that mm-hmm. was a big takeaway for me in mm-hmm. actually going through the experiences. So I, I liked it. I, liked I, I it. learned a lot from it. Yeah, two thumbs up, two Two tits up. (laughs) Okay, so that was seduction, the ultimate guide to seduction and foreplay. Up next is erotic massage. I'm really excited about this one. This is going to be great. It's like my favorite thing. And we got a chance to to, uh, reconnect with Lauren from Room 77, which was amazing. Fantastic interview. Yeah. She's great. Yes. So until then, bye. So that's our show. Thanks for swinging by. And don't forget, you deserve great sex. Now go get some. If you love the Two Hot Wives podcast, be sure to subscribe. And if you really love the show, rate us or give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening. Okay, well, you might be a mess because we've been at Desire for five days. It's a long time to jam out with your plan out. Did you just say jam out with your clam out? Did you see that trucker hat? No. Jam out with your 
your clam out. Uh, her husband had a um, vegetarian trucker hat. On. Oh my god, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah, we've seen a lot of great hats. There is, there are some funny hats. I'm here, here to fuck your dad. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Freud like climbed out of his grave and said, hold my beer. (laughs) Jesus.